down until your spring break <laughs> it's never gonna come man this this one's going by quick I'll yeah tell ya. i just uh have a lot of essays to grade and i'm not doing super great on it but i did um send my co-teacher an email to just be like this is what you're grading <laughs> okay bye have a good break this is for you so that's nice <laughs> uh i just I'm so done with doing school spirit stuff. Oh, honestly. God. Yeah, trying to create a positive school it's culture. Like, because I'm in charge of ASB this year. Oh, God. People keep, people keep <laughs> Even coming worse. to me and asking me to make posters for shit. And I'm like, look, I am also an eighth grade English teacher. I don't have the time to be dragging all these kids in to fucking make 6,000 posters for your shitty spirit week. But you, no. Do you have ASB kids? Like, students that you can, oh, like... Oh, yeah, but I don't teach any of them. Oh. So you don't have, like, a, a period with all your no. ASB kids? Uh, I was gonna say, you could just be like, you know, email me if you want posters, and I'll have a student give you the supplies to make a poster. I don't teach you know, any of like, kids. That sounds yeah, ridiculous. it's stupid. I don't have an ASB period, I don't have an ASB elective, but people keep coming to me and asking me, hey, would it be okay if ASB did this? I'm like, well, I guess, but you're going to have to ask them. Like, I don't see them on a daily basis. I see them once a month for a meeting, that's it. Dang. Well, yeah, is that normally how it is? Yeah. Because I feel like since you have that last period elective, you know, you should have, that should be ASB. The way that, that it used sense. to be was we had a dedicated ASB teacher because we had a tech teacher. And because she mm-hmm. didn't teach tech to every single period, every single day, she had tons of time to do loads of ASB stuff. So people got used to just going, oh, ASB will do it, but I don't have that free time. I teach intervention. So mm-hmm. they're asking me to do all this stuff. And I'm like, I guess, but you're going to have to organize it because I'm really fucking busy. I mean, I'm a big advocate of making the students do as much work as possible so i feel like you should be like we're meeting once a week at lunch on thursdays Ah, and i'll portion out the jobs for you you know we can't do that what because all the grades have different lunch times what (laughs) that's so annoying yes yes it is (laughs) very annoying and sixth grade leave earlier than seventh and eighth grade they leave like an hour earlier so organizing an ASB meeting, trying to get the kids together is like pulling teeth. I've told them I'm not doing it next year unless I get ASB as an elective. I, I, yeah, for because sure. Because it's just, it's so much. It's so much stuff. They told me it was going to be, all I had to do was make sure, sure some checks got signed to do a meeting once a month. I was like, okay, that sounds good. But it is not that. That is not what it is. Guess how much my stipend for ASB is? $200. Okay, okay. At, at least that's something you can buy something with. Like, <laughs> you could buy a PS5 for that yeah, amount of money. I can. But, oh, <laughs> it's just. Yeah, that's a lot. Especially, like, you could do three different meetings with the three different grades, but it's like, no. No, no I'm not going to do no. that. No. <laughs> Two more months. Two more months. Two Fucking more hell. Months. It's going to be I hope super so. quick. <laughs> I, yeah, and like I resubscribed to the R teachers hmm. subreddit or whichever one was more negative, I resubscribed to it because I'm like, so like 
March is the most negative time for all teachers because we're all tired. We're all like, fuck it. Like we can see summer. We've been dealing with bullshit for like eight but months. It's not just that. It's that the kids get crazy. Yes, like we've had too. like four fights in the last two weeks. We ha- That's more fights than we've had all year. Yeah. And they get really depressed and because it's like this seasonal yeah. affective disorder is hit at its like highest note and they all have like beef with each other and now. they're all dating and, and yeah <sighs> and someone like breakups have happened and yeah it's just a lot of it's random just... like stuff that they don't know how to deal with because they're children yeah. and now it's so. my problem <laughs> yeah so as we always say you know buy a teacher in your life a drink send your children's teachers an email just saying like hey um I just want to thank you for everything that you've done for my kid. And also, if there's anything that they are giving you a problem with, you let me know and I'll fucking take their phone I did get a lovely note from a kid I don't even, a kid who I don't even teach his mom. I was, I'm, because I'm in charge of the whole yearbook this year as well. And I'm making it from scratch. So I asked them for their baby photos, the eighth grade baby photos. She put in a little note with the photo saying, thank you for all you're doing for them to make sure they have a really memorable yearbook. If you need anything, please let me know. Here's my number. Here's my email. I'm like, I don't even know you, but thank you. (laughs) I don't, I couldn't pick out your kid in a lineup, but I appreciate you too. That was nice. It was a good little surprise. It was like an Easter egg. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah, our our biggest problem kid, um, like, I he keeps playing videos on his laptop. So every time he does it, the first time he does it, I just take the laptop, I close it, I put it on my desk, I give him a paper copy of whatever we're doing. And so I sent an, an alert. Our system lets us send alerts directly to oh, parents' so phones and say, hey, check the learning management system. You have a note from your child's teacher. And so she emails me and is like, yeah, so I talked to him about this. And yeah, she just emailed me back right away. And I was like, That's thank so you. And he's been great since then. Or like, great. As soon as I take his laptop away, he's been great. <laughs> yeah. She's like, just give him paper copies. and I'm doing paper copies next week, next week because mature. my classes are getting lazy. So. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. nice to mix it up. Well, yeah. We're, we're, we're at this point of our lives. <laughs> yes. This is where we're at. And hello and welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esby. I think this is episode 95. I think 94? it's 94. Okay. Yes, 94. Great. Some number cool in the good. 90s. Yeah. Um, sensitive. Okay. So I got some fun ones today. Okay. And um, the first one is not so fun, but it's uh, it's very what the fuck. Like, you know those stories we have where it's like, why are you putting up with this? It would be better to be single. Am yes. I the asshole for removing the bedroom lock after my husband ignored a family emergency? What? Oh, Background okay. about my husband. He stays up late at night and has to wake up early to go to work. So when he gets home at 5 p.m., he has to get a two-hour nap so he can both make up for lack of sleep and also be ready to stay up late to play with his console. Grown-ass What? Man. We do, uh, what? She says the ages. Let's see. He's 37 and she's 33. Jesus And she cannot Christ. drive because of health-related issues. Fucking hell. 
This is just a clusterfuck already. He values his sleep and has one rule in the house that he enforces strictly, which is to not be interrupted while sleeping. He literally put a sign on the bedroom door saying, do not wake me up in all caps under any circumstances. Just know unless someone's hurt or dead, though. In this case, he said he still wouldn't be of much help anyway. The kids and I would sometimes wake him up for serious reasons. He got mad and started locking the door. I get no access to the room for two hours, but that's not the main problem. This past Tuesday, my three-year-old son had a hot oil spill on his hand while his 14-year-old sister was cooking. I heard him scream and saw that the oil was covering his hand and half his arm. And I brought the first aid kit, but he was in so much pain and his skin looked really bad. I rushed to wake my husband up. I kept knocking, but got no response. So I tried to open it, but it was locked. I spent a while between knocking on the door, he had his phone turned off, and getting dressed after my daughter asked the neighbor to drive us to the hospital. I couldn't waste more time because my son was crying. The neighbor took us to the hospital and I couldn't help but feel livid the whole time. We got home and my husband was pacing around asking wherever we were and why I didn't answer his texts. I blew up on him after I showed him our son's injury and told him that I pounded on the door to wake him up, but he said his earbuds were on and he didn't hear a thing. Oh my god. How were his earbuds in if his phone was turned off? Question. I called him reckless and neglectful for ignoring a family emergency. He said I could say the same thing about myself for leaving our son unsupervised and causing him to get a burn. I stopped arguing. He wasn't unsupervised. He had this 14-year-old sister right there. That's unsupervised. That's unsupervised. That is, She's not his parent. Fourteen-year-olds can. Watch no, but like, we were just talking literally three minutes ago <laughs> about how fourteen-year-olds are still children and That's can't true. control themselves. Hey, the babysitters' like, club kids were thirteen, so <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm baffled about how this fourteen-year-old even had enough hot oil to right? spill. Like. No kid should be unsupervised cooking. None. I stopped arguing and went to remove the bedroom door lock. He started yelling at me, saying I had no right. I refused to respond. I just walked off to calm down. He didn't stop complaining, calling me bossy and saying that by removing the lock, I've destroyed his peace and quiet and caused him sleep deprivation. (laughs) He insisted I put it back, but I refused. I could be wrong for what I've done, but I was frustrated and mad. Am I the asshole? They're both assholes for two completely separate reasons. Like... In what universe is a 14-year-old who is cooking, like, concentrating on something, meant to be supervising a three-year-old in a kitchen? Yeah, doing both at the that, same time. I would say one or that the is other, right? some bullshit, right? I understand that your husband is completely unavailable for two hours, and that's also asshole-ish, but that is not your 14-year-old's responsibility. There is no way in which this should ever have happened. God damn. So, uh, that's fair. I think... Um, her... It sucks, though, because she's a single parent, right? She she's is pretty a, single, much a parent, single parent, but knowing that... But what was she doing well, yeah, while exactly, the kid was cooking? Exactly. If she knows that for two hours, her husband is basically a corpse, right? <laughs> what in the fuck was she doing that was so important that her 14-year-old had to cook and supervise her three-year-old? What? Like, uh... That doesn't make any sense to me. So someone said, why can't he go to bed at a normal hour like a mature adult? And OP says, this is what I keep telling him. He had the same problem back when he was a YouTube vlogger when oh, our son was months old. Jesus. <laughs> and someone's like, he's acting like a bachelor. And someone else said, actually, he's acting like a teenage son because at least a bachelor would have to do their own housework and feed themselves. I just, I just can't. I can't get over the sheer irresponsibility of the both of them. Just her putting up with this for so long. Like, wild. Collectively, they have put their children in danger. The both of them. That's ridiculous. 
ridiculous. I was sending an email when it happened, although it happened so fast, I think I still bear the blame for not yes, being in the kitchen at yes, the time. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. 100% thank you for acknowledging that, because that's not your 14-year-old's responsibility. God damn. I'm, I'm, I'm really angry about this. I'm just, <laughs> I wouldn't, oh God. My mom, at the age of 14, my mom would only let us cook with blunt knives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, um, if you get, not Blue Apron, the other one, HelloFresh, it has like, here are things that the kids can do for cook, helping you cook. Mm-hmm. Um, and frying stuff is, no, is an advanced technique, I will say. It, it, it takes a lot to deep fry something, which I assume is deep frying yeah, because if, of that much oil. That much hot oil. <laughs> I don't deep fry shit because I don't trust myself. <laughs> I'm gonna be 32 years old soon. Like I, I just don't. I'm mad at. I'm, I'm angry that the kids even had to be in this situation. That's why I'm angry. I'm, I'm less angry about the sleeping situation than I am about the entire situation. Like this whole thing could have been avoided if he just slept like a regular human being, regular person. Yeah, and it's like I get it. It seems like you've got a lot of people in your house, at least two kids, you know, and that's a lot of work and you want time to yourself, but you cannot do that every single day. I'm sorry you chose to have kids. You have to parent them. Right. (sighs) Jesus fucking Christ. I wanted first and foremost to tell him what was happening because usually this type of emergency requires both of us, in parentheses, if he's available, to work it out. And I wanted to tell, or no, and I wanted him to drive us since I don't drive and he doesn't let us call an ambulance because it's costly. Fuck, I'd have called an ambulance. Right? I'd have called an ambulance. What the fuck? I would not have had my 14-year-old running around to the neighbor's. Hey, can you drive us to the hospital? I spilled oil on my three-year-old because my mum wasn't supervising me. Yeah, and it seems like the kid was also handling the emergency. Right. Like, she went over to the neighbors, and it's like, yeah, that's that sucks that that 14-year-old right, is seeing that. This is why you're not allowed in the kitchen. Yeah, because you're stupider than a three-year-old. Wait a second. So 37 minus the 14-year-old, was he was 23? And she was 19. Jesus. But this is this is why they can't act, uh, effectively parent now. Because they had their kids too young and didn't didn't realize what they were doing. And he, yeah, he wants his 20s so back this, and sorry. This lifestyle is what they wanted, what they didn't have. That's why yeah. they think that a 14-year-old can cook with hot oil and fucking supervise a three-year-old at the same time. Jesus. Yeah. My kids barely interact with him. My 14-year-old has her own stuff to be busy with, but my three-year-old misses spending time with his dad and wakes up early to see him since it's the only time of day he gets to see him. That's the saddest sentence I've ever heard. Has he been, like, and she also says he has, like, he's jumping from addiction to addiction. Fucking hell. Oof. He's doing okay. Okay, the three-year-old is doing okay right now. He keeps asking a lot of questions about his injury. He's hyperactive and it's hard for me to keep an eye on him. But thankfully, his sister helps with that to make sure he doesn't get oh. hurt since he can't use his arm because of the Don't pain. parentify your kids. Yeah, make sure that the daughter feels okay because, like, it's not her fault. Yeah, he seems to be jumping from one addiction to another. First, it was YouTube, now video games. I mean, yes, he does work long hours, but in my opinion, he's become too obsessed with this gaming thing. (laughs) And I can tell you as someone, we both Mm -hmm. play video games. And the reason why we don't have kids is because we want to play video games. Right, but even (laughs) even that... The only reason. I'm an adult, so I set aside time when I've done everything else. Right, Like today, I've done the laundry, I've vacuumed, I've cleaned the bathrooms, I've thrown all the trash out. Um, I've aired the house out, we're gonna make some dinner, I need to iron. I played four games of Overwatch this morning, while the laundry was going. That's it. Because I'm an adult. 
and I can control myself. Fucking hell. Yes, I played like 10 hours of Destiny yesterday, but that's my, <laughs> that's my time. I did start the first like 20 minutes of um, Horizon, yeah. but then I was like, I can't, I will not mm-hmm. be able to do mm-hmm. this and jump back and forth with Dying mm-hmm. Light because the controls are so mm-hmm. different. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to, I think I'm just going to blow through Dying Light. I'm over <laughs> it. It's, uh, but yeah, it's, everything is, is, it's, it's okay. a hobby like everything else. If, right. if someone was in the gym for six hours, you would think they had a problem. Unless they're like pr- doing that as Unless a Unless they're a personal Unless trainer. Unless that's part of yeah. their job. Like, yeah. I just don't. Everything yeah. in moderation, guys. Also, don't parentify your 14-year-olds. Yeah. That, I feel like, is the, where the real asshole thing comes in. You're totally right. She uh, is parentifying her kid and showing them that this is okay. And it's not. So, yeah, she needs to do something. Okay, next. Now, <laughs> this is is really like a movie over here. Um, am I the asshole for telling my son to leave my house after he announced his engagement? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, OP's son, Adam, is 24. Mm-hmm. His best friend, Carlos, was 25. Mm-hmm. Or, no, would have been 25. Okay. He passed away mm-hmm. two years ago. And Carlos's son is four. Okay. Okay, hopefully it'll become more clear. All right. My son Adam's best friend Carlos passed away over two years ago in a car accident. This loss completely devastated Adam to the point where he lost his job. They were like brothers and our family have known his family for years. So we're very devastated over this loss. Carlos left behind his girlfriend and their now four-year-old son. We don't know his girlfriend too well since he didn't bring her around much. They were on and off until their son was born. Adam told me he had been seeing and taking care of Carlos's family's needs, which is great. And we were glad he was stepping up to make sure that Carlos's family were getting help. Adam also got a new job and we sort of had limited contact for a few months. He started visiting us lately and looked different in general. He is now more calm and smiles more often and is even open to talking about Carlos and getting too emo- uh, without getting too emotional. I was relieved and happy for him, but last week he contacted me and his dad and said he had something to tell us. He visited and brought Carlos's girlfriend and child with him. We had dinner, then all of a sudden he told us that he and Carlos's girlfriend have started dating and announced their engagement right there. Mm. I was in shock. I didn't expect this at all. I didn't know what to say, but I felt upset and shocked mostly. Adam noticed my reaction and asked what's wrong. I told him I never expected him to get with his best friend's partner, of all people, and talked about how bad this would look to Carlos's family, who are close friends to ours. Carlos's girlfriend excused herself and her son to the bathroom, and Adam and I began arguing. He went on about how I upset his fiance and that I should be supporting him, but I said that he should have told me that he shouldn't have got together with his best friend's partner and perhaps use her grief to get her to date him. Mm. He acted shocked and called me unbelievable, and that's when I asked him to leave my house. He got up and left with them. My husband said I messed up by making a scene and reacting the way I did. I went upstairs and stayed home for an hour. It's been days and Adam hasn't called and my husband kept trying to get me to speak to him, but I kept saying I needed time. What the fuck <laughs> is this? <sighs> Do deceased best friends still have dibs? <laughs> and she also says... In the comments, Carlos was like a son to me and losing him had a huge impact on me. So that's it really seems like this is more about this her. is Yeah, this is more about unprocessed grief than it is anything else. And it's like, I do get it. I get because she didn't even know yeah. that they were dating. And of course, like this is a huge loss. And so grief can make people mm-hmm. do people grieve differently. Right. And but I do think that he's like, I think there's no assholes. Here, no, he's probably. got himself together and he's doing and, 
He's yeah, happy. and he's doing right by them. I don't see why it... And, and it's been a couple of years. Right, it's been two it's years. Not, which... It's not like he's jumped into bed with her two weeks after and then decided he's going to get married to her. Like, it, that doesn't make any sense. I, I understand why it was surprising, but yeah. Yeah, and the, the top comments note how she doesn't give her a name. She's Carlos's girlfriend. Right. And it's like, she's not Carlos's girlfriend. Unfortunately, he passed away and that's like... And they and they both know that they have they know each other really well. They know that they have something in mm-hmm. common, as like unfortunate as that sounds. Like trauma bonding is a thing. And so like I think they're too young to be getting married. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> twenty three is too young, but uh or he's twenty four. A little too young, but not not that bad. And I get it. I get I get everybody in this situation, yeah. but I think that OP needs to realize that she should she needs to process this and it's about her and not right. about um, what other people think about their... Like, because she keeps saying Carlos's family is not going to react well to this. And it's like, don't worry about other people. Worry about whether your son is happy. And Carlos's family might be okay with it. Yeah. Why would they be less okay with Carlos's best friend, who they know loved their son, taking care of somebody who his son loved and his son's kid? Why yeah. would they not be okay with that? I don't... It's not like she's found a random drug dealer off the street. And then in the comments, she also says he Adam was in a very bad place mentally after Carlos's passing, and I'm not sure if Adam made a rational decision here. Okay, so now is it about them getting together too fast, or is it about what Carlos's family is going right. to think, or is it about Adam being predatory, which she also kind of implies? Like, what is it about? Yeah, that I, that's a weird turn that she takes in that argument, that he's preying on her, and it's like, that's... That's a strange thing to accuse your own kid of. Yeah. There's not a, a ton of comments, but she was labeled the asshole, which I think is also kind of valid. But it's, yeah. People are grieving. Yeah. There's, people always forget not the, no assholes here is the thing. OP is acting like Adam and, like Adam stole Carlos's yeah. girlfriend. Yes. And that's not, yeah. And I'm sure Carlos would be, I mean, I don't know these people, but <laughs> it seems like Carlos would be fine with it. Like I would, you know want my husband to be happy if something happened to me. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd be that pissed if Miles been married either of my best friends, male or female. Like, I'd, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Continue my legacy. And two years isn't a long time to adults, but they're 24, so that's a long time. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, she should really maybe see she needs to talk to the yeah. family everybody needs to have a long conversation here yeah they need to have a big like therapy sesh mm-hmm. together like bring like an intervention except everybody doing therapy together <laughs> group therapy <Yay. laughs> that's a thing yeah she's not carlos's girlfriend she's adam's fiance right. like, yeah and a named character so <laughs> yeah it's like curly's wife fucking hell in, <laughs> of mice and fucking men hell curly's wife <laughs> she doesn't get a name <laughs> that is 90 percent of the reason why i dislike that book well i think i mean that's meant to be on purpose yeah it right? is on purpose but it's like it just fucking irritates me it's, just, it's, it's very annoying certainly not perfect not if not a perfect nope. book. Um, they teach that in eleventh grade, but I feel like I mean I definitely wouldn't teach it anymore. Uh, they teach <laughs> that in England in year ten. So I think yeah, eleventh grade. Oh no, oh, ninth that's... grade. 
goes the other way. I mean, I guess we read English literature a lot in our... But I find that kind of surprising that they re- they teach that in England. Seems kind of random. Uh, it's part of an American literature requirement for for their kind of nationwide exams. So it's mm-hmm. either like Maya Angelou or Of Mice and Men or... What's the other one? I can't remember what the Grapes other one is. Grapes of Wrath, No, maybe. I think it's Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Yeah. Well, either of those other options are better than Of Mice and Men. But the, the reason why we teach Of Mice and Men is because it's short. Yes. Love that. Um, Best thing about yeah. it. And so short that the movie is fairly accurate to yes. the book. <laughs> Which I remember enjoying. Has Gary it's Sinise. Good movie. Yeah. It's better than the book, to be honest. <laughs> um, I mean, it's faster. Yeah. Okay. So this next one is. It was contentious. Okay. And I'm interested in your thoughts on this because I feel like we're going to disagree, but I, I'm, I'm conflicted on it. Anyway. Okay, so, will I be the asshole for giving my husband an ultimatum for refusing to help with college costs? I married my husband seven years ago after dating for three years. We both brought one child into the relationship, my son and his daughter. They are both 17 and focusing on college for next year, which is where our problem is coming from. My son focused on school activities such as soccer and baseball and did average in school, while my stepdaughter didn't get involved in after-school activities and started working at 15, but she did better than average in school. My husband and I both work, and we have since meeting. He makes considerably more than me, but also contributes more to our living expenses. My husband had a deal with the kids that he would match any money they put into savings. So if they put in $50, he would put in $50. My son didn't work as he had after-school clubs, so I saved for him separately, and that seemed okay. But I wasn't able to save a large amount. I recently found out that stepdaughter's grandparents, both sets, have been depositing money, so she has upwards of $40,000... Well, my son has $5,000. Okay. They aren't related to my son, so it was just something I had to deal with. But now my husband and I have found out that her grandparents want to pay for her college education and living expenses Mm -hmm. so she can stop working and enjoy her college years and focus on her studies. My husband was over the moon and plans to put a down payment on a townhome for her while the grandparents pay the mortgage. At that point, I was pretty upset. I told my husband that stepdaughter had enough advantages and he should help out with my son. He's known him for 10 years and looks at him as a role model. My husband says that his bio dad is still active in his life and he is responsible, along with me, for my son's education. Mm -hmm. He added that I should make my son focus on his studies more because he hasn't received a scholarship offer or anything. My son is depressed and has brought up the military as a means to pay for his education. Reddit, my brother went to Iraq and isn't the same. My dad was in Desert Storm and his vision is as bad as his drinking. I really don't want my son entering the military. The thought scares me, to be honest. I'm ready to give my husband an ultimatum regarding our relationship and him helping my son. Is that wrong of me? Would I be the asshole? Kind of. This is this, There's a lot going on here. Okay, so the grandparents is a separate issue. Like, there's nothing you can do about that. If the grandparents want to spoil their biological grandchild by paying for her college and buying her a town or whatever that's their right they can do whatever they want with their money that has nothing to do with the separation right number one nobody should need to enter an army navy or air force position in order to get an education yeah absolutely do not let him do that that is some fucking bullshit and i don't think they do that in england pretty sure yeah don't like the military in the U.S. preys on high school students, especially poor students, in a way that is absolutely abhorrent. And I wish it was up to me, but like once a semester or whatever, I'll go out to for lunch and see like 
oh, they have pull-up bars from the army. They're just like here or they're doing like uh, some sort of obstacle course or something. And it's like such garbage. Yeah. And it's like, why are you here? Everybody get the fuck away. Stop it. This is where we might not agree. The son knew about the deal. Right. So why wasn't he safe? Like, he's been capable of making choices, right? If he wants to choose to do loads of after-school activities and not focus on his studies and not save any money because he can't get a job because he's playing soccer or whatever, that is his choice. He's known about the deal. Right. So he's only got five grand? Yeah, that's his choice. That's the choice he made. He doesn't have a scholarship? That's the choice he made. It, it doesn't have anything to do with a man who isn't his biological father. Who, who yeah. has already been incredibly generous by saying, I'll match anything that you say. So there's, just to get these out of the way, there's two comments and only two comments. Uh, she says, he likely won't get a scholarship for sports. He's undersized and an average player. <laughs> he played to enjoy his youth and be healthy. Okay. Uh, and then the other one is just disagreeing with someone who says she's not the asshole because the son is depressed. Which, mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, yeah. He, so it seems like... Here's my thing. If this kid isn't good at school, why is he going to college? What is his what are right. his goals? What does he, he want to do? Doesn't have to go. There needs to be a conversation about other options for him that aren't the military, like a trade mm-hmm. school, which still costs money, but it doesn't seem like he is like I mean it costs less money than going to a college. My thing is it's kind of sucky for the dad, for the stepdad, Mm -hmm. even though he is a stepdad, to be like, I'm going to buy you a house and we're going to pay. Like, I I think putting the down payment on a townhome is a little extra. Like, you don't need to be doing that for your That wasn't part of the deal either. Right. This is him going above and beyond that deal for his daughter. So why can't he go a little bit above and beyond the deal for his stepson that he's known for 10 years? That is fair. I guess is the best way to articulate it because like she has 40k of Mm -hmm. savings and grandparents are gonna pay for her tuition and living expenses Mm -hmm. and she's gonna get a house spot for her like that's a lot that is a lot i mean but she did she did save 20 grand of those savings herself herself so she she has shown commitment to what she wants which is to go to college right right and the son has not, which means, and, and it seems maybe like OP is like, you're going to college right. and he doesn't really, like, it seems like that wasn't really one of his goals. Why can't, why can't he get a job as a personal trainer? If he's, if he's that concerned about fitness, that even though he's an average soccer player, he continued to do it for his entire school career. If he's fit and healthy, you can make bank being a personal trainer. Right? Well, this says make between 20 and $35 an hour, which is kind of low, but-, but- it's it's a career that will continue and you can do your own hours you can choose your own hours it's not something that's seasonal uh it's something where he can focus on stuff that he actually likes doing slightly seasonal slightly (laughs) you know january is gonna be the busiest month of the year but i'm I'm trying okay minimum requirements okay required qualifications level one fit training course or a nationally recognized fitness certification and personal training. Okay, so a certification. You can do that probably at not community that. college. Yeah. Uh, CPR, first aid certifications must be available f- 10 to 15 hours per week and GPA requirements. That's it. Oh, this is for, uh, this is for a university. Mm-hmm. So they have to be a student to do this one. But I feel like it, it seems like a certification is 
fine. Like he, that would be great. Why can't he go to community college with his five grand of savings? Like yeah. I don't, I don't understand why home. it's such. Uh, why he's so depressed that he can't go to college and be mediocre at college? <laughs> like he's mediocre at sports. He's mediocre at school. He didn't save any money. What is he gonna get from going to a university? Over a community college. Yeah, like, it seems like, yeah, like, it seems more like OP wants him to go to college. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, that's a big commitment. What do you want him to... It seems like she is willing to throw her... The ultimatum thing is totally... garbage. That that makes you the asshole, for sure. But it is... Yeah, I, I am un... I think it is unfair that everybody's throwing money at the daughter and nobody's like asking the son what do you want to do with your life like anything like that she knows what she wants yeah she's been good at school saved her money she wants to go to college now she's being rewarded for doing the stuff that she wanted to do right fair play to her (laughs) but what do we now do to show equity not equality equity that there's a big difference in equity and equality that people don't really understand all teachers have seen that comic of the people looking over the fence with so if you don't know what the difference between equity and equality is equality is giving everybody the same opportunity regardless of needs right so everybody gets this text read aloud to them right that means that a child with a hearing impairment may not get what they actually need to be successful equity Mm -hmm is where everybody gets their needs met in order for them to have access to the same um, level of accessibility or achievement. So 90% of these kids get it read aloud to them, but the kid with the hearing impairment gets uh, gets a printed version of the text as well, right? It sometimes looks like favoritism, but it isn't. It's just ensuring that everybody has the same access to the same opportunities, right? He has had access to this opportunity and it looks like it's just not the right access for him. It's not what he wants. It's not useful for his needs. Yeah. So this is not a you need to pay for him to go to college because what happens when he drops out because it's too difficult for him and he's not having a good time. And another thing that the stepdad isn't really thinking about is if you make him do this, make him go to college and he fails Mm -hmm. out and he's going to have all that student Mm -hmm. debt. Who's going to be be responsible for this kid? He's going to be living with you forever. Like, do something that's going to help him be successful with his skills. Otherwise, he's going to be in your house until he's 35. Also, like, <laughs> what is the bio dad doing about this? Yeah, what's up with that? That's, that's a really throwaway line in the post where she's like, oh, he says that his bio dad's still in the picture. So he should, be- yes, he should be helping out. Exactly that. He made the kid. Like... I don't know why the whole thing is the stepdad's responsibility when he's been blindsided by the grandparents saying, I want to give you this, 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 and this. Like, he can't be seen to renege on the deal. Oh, the bio dad is doesn't have a dollar to his name, she says, and is encouraging the military route, which is not yeah. good. Yeah, OP says, I think he should just forego the townhome and have her live in the dorms so the son can also attend school. Like, if, again... As we've noted, what do whatever he yeah. wants to do with his life. But like, I think that her getting a townhome bought for her and living off campus, she's gonna miss out on a lot of stuff that, uh, like the college yeah. experience and buying and somebody then, a house in a college town is expensive. Not only that, and, but you don't want to live there your whole life. Yeah, that kind of ties her to that 
space. That's a commitment. And how long are you going to pay the mortgage? Right. Like, that's just a commitment that nobody <laughs> nobody asked for. She, the, the OP is not thinking about the future. She's only thinking about the immediate. Mm-hmm. And in the immediate, yes, it does seem very unfair. But nobody's asked these kids what they want. It doesn't seem like it. Things are just being decided and done for them. To, this, she doesn't really have much in the way of, uh, like, information about, uh, like, what the kids want. Right. Nobody has asked them. Right. Yeah, like you said. Weird. It's And it seems like the pressure is on the son to go to college, so maybe that's what he's saying that he wants to do, even though that's not necessarily the case. They all need to sit down and talk about options and... And she needs to talk to her son first mm-hmm. and say, okay, what is it that you want to do? Where do you see yourself in five years kind yes. of thing? And then go to the husband and say, okay, like he wants to do this, become a personal trainer, physical therapist, whatever, and whatever he wants to do, can we do this? It seems like he can fucking afford it and he's just kind of being petty about it. I don't know. If they, ha- if they can afford it and he's just saying no... Because out of principle, and he knows that the dad, the bio dad, isn't going to be able to help. Mm-hmm. It seems, it just seems kind of shitty. Yeah. So she was labeled the asshole, which I don't think there's assholes here. I mean, I think that the husband is actually a little bit of an asshole because of the way that he's not like he's helped raise this kid for ten years, and now he's like, all right, bye. Like it's very. Uncaring. I think it's just I think it's too complicated a situation to judge whether or not anyone's an asshole. Yes, agreed. Like there's just so much going Info. on and yeah, <laughs> we need more information about okay, what has the son expressed that he wants to do? Has he picked a an academic course that he that he's been applying for or has he picked a physical course that he's been applying for? Because clearly professional sports is not an option for him. Yeah. I mean, and that's never a good primary plan no, to have. No, but it's something you can get scholarships to schools for, and they'll treat you real well at school for that, at least in mm-hmm. America. Um, sort of. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't get paid. But, you get a free education, yeah. and you only get a few concussions mm-hmm. out of it, depending on the sport. <laughs> and hopefully you don't get injured and can't play anymore, because anymore, then you're fucked. Okay, <laughs> so I... This is great. You're going to love it. Let me know if you think this person should go on the hero of okay, the year okay, list. Okay. <laughs> Dead donkey. Am I the asshole for replying to a coworker's inappropriate text by work email and attaching them? <laughs> <laughs> Loving you. Yeah. Let's do it. One of my coworkers, one of my coworkers who I had thought was a friendly no. <laughs> Let me just take a sip of water here. Rubber baby bumpy bumpers. <laughs> One of my coworkers, who I had thought was friendly, but that was it, he is married, sent me some inappropriate texts at like 3 a.m. on St. Patrick's Day weekend, asking me to come over and have some fun and saying that he'd been into me for a while and knew I felt the same. I don't. I'm a lesbian, but not out at work. <laughs> he also sent me a naked selfie that luckily cut off right before his dick, but dang, it was close. When I saw them, I was out with friends and I was like, what the fuck? Okay, this is a Monday problem. I have a really strict rule with myself that I don't do work, think about work, or answer messages about work outside of 9 to 5 Monday to Hell Friday. Yeah. Do it. I also don't use my personal phone for work stuff. If someone from work calls or texts and it's not one of the coworkers I see as a close friend and trust not to talk shop on the weekends, I'm not answering. And I included dealing with this fucker as a workday <laughs> problem, so I ignored his message. He sent me several later saying he was sorry he was drunk. Uh, yeah. Then he said he... 
bad punctuation here, but that doesn't affect our hero judgment. <laughs> then saying he hadn't said how he wanted... Then saying he hadn't said it how he wanted to, but he was still into me and he had a feeling I felt the same. On Monday, I wrote him an email on the work email saying, Hi, coworker. I'm writing to follow up on your messages from the prior several days. See attached. Please only contact me through work channels during regular business hours. I do not use my personal number with colleagues. Additionally, I found the content of your messages unwelcome and inappropriate. Please only contact me regarding yes. work. Signed, okay. Yes. I didn't send the email to HR, but I did BCC my personal email so I'd have a copy just in case. And he got really mad. He texted me back saying I had crossed a line attaching a picture to a work email. Was I trying to get him fired? I screenshot that text too and attached it to an additional email saying, as per my prior email, please only contact me about work matters and only on my business email or Slack. He stopped texting me, but he came to my desk to speak to me. And before he said anything, I asked, is this a work question? <laughs> and he said, I knew what it was about. And I said that I wasn't available for a discussion at the moment. If he did need to meet with me for a work matter, could he please schedule a meeting on the calendar and include a read ahead to brief me on the topic of oh, the meeting? Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, he walked This off. just gets better. I feel like a bit of a bitch in dealing with it, but maybe I could have told him to cut it out by text. No. But I'm also fucking sick of dealing with this shit at every job, and I feel like my patience to use my own time and energy to gently ask guys to cool it is worn thin. And I want to see set the precedent that I won't engage at all outside of work hours or work accounts. Am I the asshole for sending that email? Hell no. Oh my that god. That is the greatest way to deal with... <laughs> men harassing you at work that I have probably ever heard. This is brilliant and everybody should just take this notes. This is how you should do it. This is it. We found well, the holy grail. <laughs> she does give him a few too many chances, although I feel like this is the most like satisfying way I don't think she that... gives him too many chances. I think she... She doesn't want to escalate it to HR, which is fair, because she doesn't want to out herself at work. Um, I don't think she has to out no. herself at work to discuss it but um, with HR. But but also, if you can deal with it yourself, and all it takes is like two or three emails or a face-to-face -face conversation, fucking do it. Like, I'm not... I don't think she, she gave him too many chances. I think he would have had more chances to harass her had she replied on, on text. text. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and I get not wanting to deal with HR because HR is not there to nope. protect you. They're there to protect mm -hmm. the company. So do not ever think that HR is your friend or on your side unless... Like, I do think that something like this, where she has evidence yeah. and stuff, would probably be uh, work out well for her. But I totally understand not wanting to go there. Also, now he knows that she has right. saved the evidence. There's The E in email stands for evidence, is what my <laughs> old boss used to say. So that exists. It's saved. She put it in her saved folder in case you need to blow up. So, yeah, I feel like this was fully the perfect way to handle it. But I definitely wouldn't have blamed her for going to HR either. Although, okay, so... It was nice that she didn't get a dick pic, though. A tasteful nude. <laughs> That's refreshing. A tasteful yeah. nude instead. Mm. <laughs> More tasteful nudes, please. Um. Gross. <laughs> so there's four edits. Oh, wow. Okay. Edit number one. Looks like the overwhelming majority of y'all think I need to go to HR to get ahead of this. Reddit loves HR. They do. They always say, have you gone to HR? And I'm like, why the fuck would I take my business to HR? Yeah, like, I mean, as she, uh, like... Um, fortunately has set boundaries for work. Mm -hmm. It's not like she's going to have to spend personal time dealing with it yeah. if she does want to go to HR. You but know? I would say I would say that even if you don't want to go to HR, 
you should always collect evidence as if you're going to HR. Correct, which she has done. Because you don't know if they might go and say, they've been bothering me and bullying me and blah, 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 blah. And then you've got timestamps and receipts for everything, so. Right. Um, And she also, uh, she took screenshots of the second round of texts too, which is great. I was considering holding off to see if he cools it himself, but the way he came to my desk after being told off twice makes me think that's probably not the best idea. I'm going to forward the emails to HR, write up the conversation we had at my desk, and ask them to meet with me to discuss. Which, fair, Mm -hmm. fair. Edit two. I sent an email to HR this afternoon, and they called a meeting with me the same day. I told them everything. There wasn't a lot to say that wasn't already captured in the emails. And they assured me that I wouldn't have any more contact with him at work. They are going to meet with him tomorrow. It's still not decided if he will be fired or if he will be moved to a different position where he won't have any reason to speak to me. I have a feeling it might depend on how he handles the conversation with them. I do feel good about emailing HR. I feel like, along with myself, I've possibly helped out other women by starting that paper trail if it turns out to be something he's done more than once. That is the only other Another point. reason why I would go to HR about this. For sexual yeah. harassment, uh, I would always say go to HR. Yeah, the fact that this like escalated so quickly based off literally nothing, like that he felt it was okay to send that picture... Mm-hmm. And be like, I know that you want to fuck me. Like, very, uh, shows that he doesn't really have a lot of boundaries. I'm sure he was drunk, but also, like, it's a a non-zero chance that he's done this to someone else. Edit three. Holy shit, I went out to happy hour with a few of my female friends in my field's event. And one of my friends told me she'd met this same guy at a professional conference, given him her business card with her phone number. And he sent her a nasty pic, too. She just replied saying that was inappropriate and she had a husband. And he said something about her husband not having to know. So she had her husband call him and leave a voicemail (laughs) telling him to fuck off. And she never heard from him again. Loving that. Dual heroes of the year. Hell yeah. Good on the husband, too. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I asked her if she'd be okay sending screenshots of the text exchange to my HR contact. She was, and even wrote that she met him at a professional conference where he was representing the company. Ugh. And she gave him a business card for networking reasons, and he sent her an unsolicited lewd picture. And that she needed her husband to intervene to stop the harassment. I haven't checked my email again. I'm gonna leave work at work and not dwell on this anymore tonight. But it seems like HR will have even more to go off of before meeting with him. God damn. <laughs> that, uh... Really fucking sucks that she had to do that, but also power. No, right there. this is and this is why if it's a sexual harassment issue, you should probably go to HR because yeah, if if men are comfortable enough or anyone is comfortable enough to harass a coworker and know that they're going to get away with it, you are guaranteed not to be the only person that they've done it to. Guaranteed. Yeah. I yeah, and I would. I mean. She's never met his wife, I assume. Right. But if I definitely, if I knew her, I would definitely tell oh, her yeah, about this. Oh, yeah, for sure. But OP doesn't seem like the person who's going to be doing that no. at all. But try and find her on, like, Facebook or Instagram or something. But, because he might lie to her about why he was mm-hmm. fired. Because edit four, he was fired. I don't know a lot of details. I have a follow-up meeting with HR soon. But my coworkers told me he was escorted out of the building this morning. One of my coworkers who sits near the HR office said they heard him screaming at HR during his meeting this morning. It's crazy how stuff escalated, honestly. Just last week, I thought he was a chill guy. I owe you everyone who... Oh, I owe a thank you to everyone who told me to report this, too. I'd been on the fence at first, but I feel like stuff was going to escalate either way, and I felt a lot safer not having to see him at work every day. There we go. Boom. Easy. Next. 
<laughs> Down with the patriarchy, one sexual harasser at a time. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, most HR um, will take sexual harassment very seriously, especially if it's a high-level company, because they don't want this shit going on the news. So, um... Well, and if they... I mean, if they took action at the first sign, like, HR right. did did good. They did what HR is supposed to do, mm-hmm. in theory. And so even if this does get on the news, it's like, no, we found out this guy was sexual harasser and we fired him. Like, there's nothing to complain about. Dust off your hands. <laughs> out with the trash. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. I feel love a vicarious it. thrill from that. And I love how... It just worked out so well that she sent the email, he texted her, and then she had a fizz, like, he put it in writing like an idiot. Yeah, what a fucking moron. And then he at least did a smarter thing and came to her desk, which was obviously a shitty jackass thing to do, but at least then he was like, oh shit, like, she's gonna keep sending whatever I tell her mm-hmm. over text to the work email, so. Oh, yeah. God. Very good. Very solid 10 out of 10. Business compliance. <laughs> Business malicious compliance. I'm seeing if there are any more comments. <laughs> Just 10 out of, solid, solid 10, 10 out of 10. 10. Good job. Perfect execution and nailed the landing. Go to top comments. Just go to HR immediately, not the asshole. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to have to deal with him. Or you would have had to deal with him being snotty to mm-hmm. you, at least. Like, there's no way this guy's just going to be like, okay, you know, like, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whenever I heard someone say... Men can't say anything to women these days without getting me too I just have to ask, what the fuck had you been saying to women before now? Right. <laughs> a compliment and harassment are two different things. Yeah. Which we have previously discussed at length on the pod. Yeah, very good. Solid 10 out of 10. No notes. Nope. I, I like how you got... She did get to have fun with the emails before sending it to HR mm-hmm. and then got to win in the end. Like, <laughs> still great. Do this. If you have physical evidence... Yeah. Or not physical. If you have digital evidence, always save it. Always. Because you never know how this kind of guy is going to retaliate. Especially like on any apps where it will automatically delete stuff once you've read it. Yeah, like a... Like a Snapchat. Um, or Snapchat. Um, there's a feature on Instagram that will allow you to do that too. So, um, yeah. Anything that makes you uncomfortable or you think is going to be a problem, just screenshot it immediately. Yes. Always save the evidence. Mm-hmm. Keep receipts. Do it. All right. First hero of the year. Yeah. Year three. All right. Okay. So subreddit shout out. Do you want something useful or funny or cat? Oh, uh, you know, it's always going to be cats. Okay. So let's do cat dimension. <laughs> I haven't seen this one. I'm collecting cat subreddits. Because why wouldn't you? Right. It's pretty small. Only 41, 44.1 thousand members. Okay. There you go. The cat the description is just cat dimension, and there's no rules. No so it's rules. basically just <laughs> it's just cats being like cats. Oh, like this one getting dropped into a ball pit and just springing out. Oh, <laughs> oh, baby, <laughs> this cat is venting. Oh, no, it must be Kitty, the be careful. Your tail is sticking out. <laughs> Oh. Actual picture of Schrodinger's cat. Very good. It's a cat that's outside a glass door, but there's a box inside the glass door. So in the reflection, it looks like the cat's inside the box, but there's the box is empty. So black hole strike. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of void void, void cats, cats, which are black cats that just look like void cats hiding in places. 
Oh, this one's so cute. Sleeping in a bed. Good night, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> this cat's taking a fry. <laughs> Your offering is acceptable. Neo doesn't like chips. Fries. Please, may I have a fry? Please, mother. <laughs> I require the fries. I bet, I bet that was fries were fried in meat. Uh, you know, lard. He, um, I don't oil. think he likes the salt content. Mm, mm-hmm. Cora pretty much will do a meat or a gravy or uh, cheese. Oh, he's on a bookshelf. <laughs> Whoa, straight out of screen. <laughs> they played a video and then the cat emerged from behind the screen. Right as the cat on screen walked off. That's some time in that. I was recording my fiance and our daughter being cute and caught the cat disappearing into the cozy cat dimension. <laughs> Off you go. The blank. <laughs> Why we are getting a new couch. Yeah, just cats going into things. <laughs> Last month, my cat disappeared. A week ago, I found him and brought him home. Today, my cat came back. I now have two identical cats. <laughs> oh, that cat's gonna bite you. Oh. When Cora wags her tail, you know she's trying to sink her teeth at She's you. ready for it. How are these cats getting in the drawer? <laughs> Get out of there, kitties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do they manage to close the drawers? <laughs> I wonder if they're getting through in the back. I wonder if there's like a, a hole, a hole yeah. in, the, in the MDF in the back. That's funny. <laughs> this cat mirror situation. <laughs> I'm scared the, and I don't know what's the happening. The goat under the oven is very good. Oh, this is that cat that's sleeping in the bush. This bushes. is excellent. <laughs> that is a goat under the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Are you laughing at the one that's just slowly <laughs> disappearing? That's so good. <laughs> Behind the window. Oh my god. Kittens. Oh, out they go. Hello. Good kitten. Oh, this is oh, like one. also. Oh my god, there's so many. Stuffed animals. But you have to find the cat. There's so many kittens in that box. <laughs> Holy shit. They just keep coming. This is the best subreddit ever. Oh my god, there's more of them! There's so many kittens! Oh, that one's playing. <laughs> what? <laughs> cat just walking into someone's robe. All right, you can send me more cat dimensions at Morgan underscore slay, or you can tweet at both of us at are the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter, or email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com. Um, and you can check out my Animorphs podcast at Middle Morph. We're getting into the good ones these days so get ready for that yeah uh you can send me more malicious business compliance uh at yes me underscore c underscore nose as in knows lots of things on twitter you know it's me because it says train stan esme and pictures of trains <laughs> um or you can find us on facebook the letter r slash the letter u serious podcast and if you like our podcast tell people about yeah. it because we are just two lowly teachers. We do not advertise, nope. so and I'm hungry. So the more people that you you share it with, maybe we could get a money and I could eat food. Mm, food sounds get good. get a money, eat food. Yes. Um. Also, you know, if you find a good story on Reddit, we haven't said this in like oh, a long yeah. ass time, but feel free to send it to us. Like we usually say a different thing at the end of every episode, but it's an open invitation to just send us your weird Reddit stories that you find, especially if it's on a subreddit we don't normally frequent. Or dead donkeys. Send us your dead donkey. Not especially dead donkeys. Like oh god. <laughs> um, the 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 journalist definition of a dead donkey. Like a fun, goofy story for the end that is going to make everybody happy. It results in some asshole getting fired. Yeah. <laughs> That's the content we crave. Indeed. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Oh, I gotta do my ironing. <laughs> when we return from the cat dimension. <laughs> 
Das ist der neueste Kalter Mensch. Thank you.